Hello everyone, welcome back to our podcast, I'm Calvin. I'm Jessica. And today we're going to be doing some questions and answers. Uh, last week we asked you guys to send us some questions um, that you had, and uh, we reached out a couple to you. We got about 20 questions, Yeah, so I'm excited. Some of them are just like fun, and mm-hmm. some are like deep, so you just sit back, relax. Uh, yeah, I don't know most of these. I know a yeah. couple, but um, yeah, most of them were sent to me in secret. Uh huh. <laughs> I don't. I'm not very good at on the spot. Um, so we'll we'll see how this goes. I'm excited. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you want to ask the? I guess I guess we'll I guess we'll start. Yeah. Yeah. Let's ready? just jump right into it. Okay. Okay. So the first question is, mm-hmm. what was your scariest encounter while traveling and living a nomadic lifestyle? Hmm. Scariest? I don't know. What do you think? I was scared about everything. Yeah. the The only thing that scared me was like something was going to break with the camper, and we mm-hmm. wouldn't be able to fix it, and then we're just stuck. Oh, I know my scariest. When we were driving the camper, the one hour out of however many hours we were spending on the road that I drove the camper. Oh my gosh! <laughs> the camper. I was like white knuckles the whole time. Yeah, so shaking. I I drove all the time, but there was this one time I was just like, "Listen, it's not that bad. Can you just drive for a little bit?" Or I think were we going through Kansas? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Kansas or Colorado. Yeah, or that something. whole trip was a mess. But um, yeah, driving, I was like getting so tired. It was just straight nothing, and I was like, "Please, like we either stop, like we sleep in the camper, yeah. sleep in the camper." Um, but I was just like, can you please drive just for a minute? Even though, like, when we got the camper, I was like, listen, if we get a camper, you have to drive because I'm terrified. Yeah. But I was like, okay, I'll drive. And then the wind barely blew the camper. All, like, and I was like, <laughs> Calvin, wake up. We blew another tire. Yeah. I'm so scared. I pulled off Which the side of the road. He goes and checks. He's like, everything's fine. Like she was literally had the steering wheel in her hand going back and forth and the, we were going, you know, swerving across the road. And I woke up thinking, like, what in the world is going on? Yeah. So I think that was the scariest thing. Yeah, that's probably the scariest, I, I guess, moment. I don't think that really anything crazy happened other than that. Yeah. Um. Besides, I, I guess the lightning. Remember that storm oh, in Florida? Oh, my gosh. Okay. So we got to tell that one, too. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> We were, so we were standing in Florida, but it wasn't a hurricane, but if, if there was, our camper would have not, you know, stood up. Yeah. Like everyone's, um, like, was it awning? Yeah. And they had those like tents that you stand up. That's like 10 foot by 10 foot. Yeah. You sit under and relax. Like all those got blown away. Yeah. Some people just got like torn off their camper, but I thought like for sure, our camper was going to flip because the wind was blowing so hard mm-hmm. that it was, like, rocking like crazy. I Yeah, I felt like it was coming from underneath the slide and kind of pushing it up. <laughs> so I got us to both sit on the slide for a little extra weight. Yeah. Like, that would have done anything, yeah, you know? Yeah, and I was over there, like... <laughs> and we're just sitting there, like, oh, I, hope this, I hope this is okay. Yeah. Uh, luckily, it passed, but, man, that was scary. It was, like, raining so hard and thunder lightning. and storm and lightning. Oh, the lightning in Florida was so bad that, like, it would be, like, striking everywhere around us. And it's, like, I could see where it was striking, basically. Like, oh, yeah. I was, like, 
I could see it wasn't very far, and I was just freaking out the whole time. I think time. one time I actually drove to go look because, I mean, it was not very far away. Oh, yeah. I was like, I want to go see if anything happened. Yeah, but anyways, I think those are the scariest yeah. things. Um, so our next question is also about the camper, and it's what what was it like living in such a small space with no room um, for personal space in the RV? So, I just want to point out that we still live in a pretty small space. Mm-hmm. Like, our camper was probably, like, two to 300 square foot. I mean, this is, like, four times as big as what yeah. our RV was. Um, and so, like, we're kind of used to the small living by now, but what would you say what yeah. it was like? So, w- before we got the camper, we lived in a 2,100 uh, square foot house. Yeah, three bedrooms. Yeah, and we didn't even fill up the space there. No. Um... And so when we moved into the camper, I knew it was going to be a big deal. And, and everyone's saying, like, are you sure you want to be that close to mm-hmm. somebody, like, all the time? And we work from home, so you're, like, 24-7 in a cramped space. Mm-hmm. Um, luckily, we work really well together. Um, mm-hmm. Well, not work, but, like, we get along very well. <laughs> yeah. We, like, we get on each other's nerves sometimes, yeah. but it's, like, kind of like, oh, you're annoying me today, and then, like, Later on, it's like, hey, what are you yeah. doing? But uh, <laughs> for me, um, living in a small space wasn't a big deal Not because really. I'm I'm more of a minimalist. Um, I do like a couple things, but I could probably live out of my backpack mm-hmm. um, and be fine. And so I I think we got rid of most everything that I own, mm-hmm. um, except for like my computer and my camera and all that stuff that goes with it. Mm-hmm. Um, now we have a little more stuff. Um, I think I had the most problem like the most trouble with it mm-hmm. and it wasn't really because I felt cramped it was that I have like hobbies that involve like I love to paint and I love to like make things with my hands and uh like you know I like to read books like real books instead yeah. of like having digital and like those things take up space and I like crystals and collecting all this stuff and so most of the things that we have are my things except for like dishes and decorations and things like that and really you don't need all that stuff if you're traveling full time so yeah oh especially if you're going places that already have like dishes but yeah and then once we went from a camper to an airbnb we got rid of even more stuff Mm -hmm. Uh, and we lived out of our truck for a little bit and Mm -hmm. uh we had maybe four or five uh storage tubs in the back of the truck and then that was it. Yeah. Know? And then our cats in the truck too. So mm-hmm. and then our cats took up basically like half of that space anyway. Yeah. Like the yeah. We cat used litter to, yeah. and all of their food and mm-hmm. their beds. They and had their stuff. own storage things. So. Yeah. But anyways. Yeah. And the next question okay. is what was it like transitioning from the Midwest to the West Coast? Um, it didn't feel like that big of a transition i, I guess think we since we traveled for a year like we lived in so many different places mm-hmm. we didn't have the culture shock that maybe some people would have yeah i know that there's a couple things that i really miss about the um you know the middle of the u.s is like the cheap gas prices cheap cost of living cheap cost of living like out here it is insane how much you pay for an apartment and mm-hmm. Like, everyone's paying, you know, what you're paying. And it's just like, I could have had two houses, you know? Yeah. Um, for what I'm paying for the studio apartment. And mm-hmm. it's just mind-blowing. 
how yeah. much it is. And it's just like, if you want to live out here, you know, the, the gas prices, the cost of living, you know, everything is just a lot more. Um, and it sucks, but there's like benefits of it. Like mm-hmm. the weather is unreal. Mm-hmm. Um, being close to so many like mm-hmm. big opportunities, being close to all of the like action downtown because yeah. we live in downtown and there's always events going on, festivals, yeah. random music nights, like. And and we so we ride our bikes like everywhere. Mm-hmm. We have a truck, but I'm kind of renting it out right now to yeah. you know try to make a little more money. Um, but for the most part, we're we ride our bikes everywhere, mm-hmm. and that's not something like even in a bigger city, uh, you know, in Arkansas, you can like you can ride around a couple places, but everything's still really spread apart. Yeah, it's hard. Yeah, and so having everything like walking distance is so nice. Mm-hmm. Like riding our bikes is just makes it a little more convenient. And but, we get more exercise. Yeah. Um and there's just so much and then the public transportation is like amazing mm-hmm. too. Yeah. Um Uber. Uber. <laughs> which, you know, that's that's everywhere too, I guess. Yeah. But um if we need to go to the airport, there's like a nine dollar bus. That takes you straight to the airport. Straight to the airport. And straight back. Like no stops it's or anything. So quick and easy. Like yeah, just it makes it simple. There's just so many things that make it, um, that kind of justify it a little mm-hmm. bit. But it's still hard. Mm-hmm. It's still hard to be like, yeah, it's worth spending that much for. An it's apartment. definitely about priorities. Yeah, so um, we really like it, but um, it is definitely something to adjust to. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. And and the people, I I know people um, have like judgments of like what the people are like here too. Mm-hmm. Um, versus, you know, back home. Um, and for the most part, it's not that different. Um, yeah. but there are like, there's people that believe certain ways in both places. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a mix. Maybe it's a little more, um, one way here versus there, you know, but like leaning a certain way. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I've met plenty of people here that have all kinds of different values that I've also met back in Arkansas. And so like maybe Arkansas gets this like misconception about being a certain way and having certain people, but really there's a lot of the same things. You just might not notice it as much. I mean, certain places there is like a really focused, I don't know what to say, a really focused type of person, but really like it's pretty diverse here and there. Yeah. Um, Yep. Anyways, um, so the next question is kind of fun. It says, would you rather live in California for the rest of your life and never be able to travel, or would you rather live in Arkansas and be able to travel travel as much as you want? That's interesting. I would live in Arkansas. Yeah, I would, if I had to choose, like, mm-hmm. there's no, like, option out, then I would definitely live in Arkansas. I could travel to California, like, every other month, and then it would be this. Even even if it was, like, live in Arkansas and never be able to visit California, I still would live in Arkansas. Yeah. Just to be able to go wherever. Like, I, I love to travel. Yeah. I love to travel, too. Not as much as you do. Not, like, a full-time thing. But yeah. I like to travel and, like, kind of, like, vacation. Like, take off work and just explore. He's, like, way better at, like, juggling both so yeah if i could if i can go all the time i probably would yeah um there is times where it's like you know what i just want to relax mm-hmm. and there's been times where i've traveled and i i go somewhere and i just stay you mm-hmm. know and where we're at um but it's just to get away 
but yeah. So this question is, when did you guys know it was more than just a college fling? I would say personally, we knew pretty soon that it was like, it was more than just a fling. It was very meaningful. Like we kind of fell for each other really quickly and we were vocal about that. Like usually I was never one to be like, oh, I love you, blah, 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 with my relationships. Mm -hmm. Um, I've even like, I would have this like two week to a month or two period of time where like if you didn't meet my standards in that (laughs) amount of time, then I would break up with you because if I couldn't see myself like having a long-term relationship, I just thought it was a waste of time. Yeah. And I just didn't want to drag somebody on if I already knew like – that it wasn't a meaningful, like, even if I got along with them. So I think pretty quickly we realized. Yeah, for me, um, I kind of never went into a relationship thinking that it was just a fling. Mm -hmm. Um, I always had the intention of being with that person Mm -hmm. um, and not, like, thinking any more than that, you know? It's like you're fully committed. As soon as you're together, you're committed. Yeah, and that's, that's how I've always been. Um, but something different about our relationship than my others was, um, it wasn't something I just jumped into like, Hey, I like you. I want, I want to date you or whatever. It was Mm -hmm. more, we became friends and we Mm -hmm. hung out and then it just like formed into a relationship Mm -hmm. naturally. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, so it wasn't forced or anything like that. And it just felt, it felt right. So, Mm -hmm. So when we finally, when I confessed my feelings to him, which if you want to learn more about that, we have a video and podcast episode we did. But when I confessed my feelings to him, that's when things started speeding up. But basically, like, it really happened naturally and slowly. Yeah. Um, Well, the next question is... What's your favorite memory of each other and what's your worst memory? Oh, man. Or, like, with each other. I have no memory of anything, so this is going to be hard. I would say, okay, so this can't really be my memory because I was... (laughs) Because I don't remember it? (laughs) Listen. What? I was, like, kind of out of it until, like, you show me the video. Mm. But my favorite memory (laughs) is watching... What happened after I uh, got my wisdom teeth taken out? Yeah. I really think that's hilarious. But other than that, I would say, what What do you think about that? Um, I'm trying to think of a good memory. Um, I don't know. I'm trying to think of a bad memory. Uh, so the, the worst worst thing I remember is... Because that's easier to remember <laughs> is when we were traveling full time mm-hmm. uh, and we were in Florida. Like I was so stressed out with work. Mm, that was probably the worst memory. Yeah. Or worst time period. It wasn't just like one memory. Yeah. We, we just started traveling or like a month into it. And it was like a week or two after our anniversary. Um, was it five years or four years? Five years. Five years. Um, and, you know, it was hot. I was working insane hours mm-hmm. um you know i was like it was it was so much i i literally had to work on the weekends i woke up at like six o'clock in the morning worked till like three o'clock at night for several weeks straight and i was just so stressed out and you know things weren't going right with the camper like we mentioned before and you know jessica 
she was having a hard time with traveling too because it was a big adjustment. For it's me. a big adjustment. We're also stressed out about we we hadn't even sold our house yet. Oh yeah. And so we're like stressed out about that. Um, trying to make sure like everything goes through with that, and we just were both on edge, and it was just so hard. Yeah. Um, and but- I wouldn't say that we fight a lot normally, but yeah. like we had like actual fights and stuff. Like not <laughs> not like that, not like bad fights, yeah. but like we were we would be like arguing a lot and yeah, because all I wanted to do was finish my work and go to sleep, mm-hmm. and uh, Jessica just wanted me to be there. <clears throat> yeah, and uh, I wasn't there, and you know yeah. we were just both kind of just it was it was hard. Yeah, so. but it wasn't really all you. I was depressed, mm-hmm. and, like stressed out, and like sometimes whenever I'm like that. He gets the like short end of the stick with that too, so we were both doing that with and each And that was other. before like you went and got your medication stuff too. Yeah, that was before I went and got I have I'm bipolar. Mm-hmm. And so uh I went and got help and medication and all kinds of stuff and like it really changed my life and Yeah. Uh and honestly, like not to say that you know, not to put that all on her or anything like that, but when she did start taking medicine for anyone that's thinking about it or whatever, mm-hmm. like me personally, I'm I've always been the type of like bipolar or you know depression, depression or whatever. I'm just like what, just like just be it, happy. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't get it because you don't deal with that a lot. Yeah, but, you have like stress, but you mm-hmm. get over it. You manage it. But once she started taking medication, I noticed a huge difference. And like, I don't really think we like raised our voices at each other since no or anything i was so much easier because i would get irritated and snap and yeah like start fights so even more than we were doing and so because i i have a quick temper but i have i've learned to like calm it down but she used to be she used to be just as bad and you know if i would say something that would make her angry she would snap too and so it started becoming back and forth, but mm-hmm. but once she started taking medication, she kind of just blew it off, mm-hmm. and then we both calmed down, you know. Yeah, well, Calvin's really good about like he might have a short temper, but like once he gets it out and like is like we he says whatever he's mad about, like he can forget about it within like <laughs> thirty minutes. If, but if it's shorter than that, probably. I'm just like, okay, I'm done. Yeah, he's like gets it out and he's uh-huh. done. And whenever I get mad, I like go back and like think about it for hours and then even days sometimes i'll remember things that i was like that stressed me out like years ago and i'll be like why did i do that do you do you know like some of the memes that it's like sometimes i can't sleep at night because i'm thinking of what i did 10 years ago oh yeah (laughs) like that's how i am (laughs) but anyways let's move on to the next question question, which is a little more fun who's the big spoon and who's the little spoon um i'm the i'm probably the big spoon but i want to be the little spoon Honestly, I think that you're the big spoon when we're awake, mm-hmm. and then when we're asleep, I'm the big spoon. So you don't get all the love, the attention that you want when you're awake. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'm usually the little spoon when you're awake. Yeah. But you- I like cuddling with you when we're asleep. 
When you're asleep and I'm awake. Yeah, when we go to sleep, you don't want me to touch you. Oh, yeah. Whenever we're falling asleep, I like to just lay down like, flat. Mm. And I'm like, get off of me. <laughs> I get so hot. Yeah. It just like, and he's like really hot too. It's like, I need to cool off. <laughs> yeah. But we can cuddle right before I'm ready to like go to bed though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the next question is like a loaded question. It's like a bunch of questions in one question. So I'm going to read everything and then we can kind of like talk about everything. So how did your bisexuality play into your current relationship? Did you talk about it before? Did you expect to marry? This is directed to me. Did you expect to marry a wonderful man? How does Calvin feel? Do you still see yourself as queer or just an ally? And if you do, if you do... Wait, if, you if yes, how do you yeah. still rep the LGBTQ plus community? And like, does it even matter? And so I'm just going to start off and say that Calvin knew, didn't you? Mm-hmm. He knew I was bisexual before we got together. Yeah. And honestly, I didn't really have any expectations on whether I would marry a man or a female Um, But I do know that I had a lot of trouble being in, like, relationships with women because I did identify as bisexual. And women would be like, you're bisexual, but really, like, you you are probably just, like, curious. I'm just like, no. Like, I'm just open. And then, so I would easily get in relationships with men because they didn't see it as a thing. So, there's that. And then, how do you feel about it? Like, does it matter? No, I mean, it doesn't bother me none. I I, I like being able to, like, check out a girl and be like, hey, <laughs> look at her. Oh, my God. And she's like, mm-hmm. <laughs> Calvin. Uh, okay, so I guess. So, I, I don't mind. I don't, I don't get in trouble, so. Yeah, but he's also, like, pretty chill about it. It's not so. Yeah. It's not as bad as you make it sound. <laughs> Um, do I still see myself as queer or just an ally? I would say I still identify as bisexual and that I do speak up about it. And the reason why is because there's so much bad rap for being bisexual, even in the, like, uh, queer community, because people are like, you're either a lesbian or you're gay, but you're not, like, a lot of people don't, they, like, don't see bisexuals as taking it seriously. And I'm just, and another thing is they say like, bisexual people will just like, are more likely to cheat in their relationship. And so like, I feel like if I speak up about it, I'm proof that like, I'm, I don't cheat on him. We have a really amazing, loving marriage. And like, you can have that. And it doesn't mean that I'm, I'm straight, you know, like, because if Calvin died, like, it's possible I could be in a relationship with a woman. So, anyways, I do see myself as part of the community. So, she's planning on me dying, so. No, I'm not. I really don't want you to die. Um, so, if anything, you should die first so I don't have to <laughs> deal with it. Jeez. No, no, I should die first oh, so I don't have to deal with the hurt. <laughs> That's so selfish. Anyways, we'll move on to the next question. Do you have anything else to say before I move on? I mean, no, not really. Okay. So, who's the better cook, 
And do you have any cooking horror stories besides the Great Grease Fire at SAU Tech? <laughs> okay, so first, we we should acknowledge the Grease Fire for people who don't know. <laughs> so, when we were in college... And this will answer the question. Yeah, when we were in college, no one was home and not even in the whole building. It was an apartment building. No one was home. And I decided I'm going to fry some deer meat. And um, I hadn't done it myself before, and I I did it in a pot on the stove, and I wasn't really thinking. I filled the whole pot with grease, and then when I put the deer meat in, like, it started overflowing, (laughs) and um, it caught on fire. Of course. And my gut reaction was to grab the pan and move it instead of go to try to put out the fire and the skin on my thumb all burnt off and I had like some like blisters all around and then I put it out with a fire extinguisher and then like I realized how realized how much I was hurting and I ran outside I was looking for some help because like I don't know why I didn't call anybody, but I was running outside and just so happened Calvin and somebody else that I knew got home. The other guy was like thinking that I was just being silly, but Calvin's like, what's wrong? And I like was in so much pain and he took me to the emergency room. Mm -hmm. They gave me some painkiller and then I was so out of it. That he had to, like, fill out all my paperwork. And, like, it was so funny because he was like, hey, babe, why don't you smile? And he took a picture and I was like, "Mm." (laughs) Uh, Anyway, so that was, like, the grease fire that they were talking about. So as far as better cook, I would say that I am. Yeah. Um, Jessica doesn't like to cook all that much. No. Um, I kind of enjoy it. I just don't like doing the dishes afterwards. Yeah. I would say that you're mostly a better cook unless it comes to dessert. And if I put my mind to it, I can uh, cook some really yummy desserts. I don't know about that. We may have to have a competition okay. here. Okay, where are you? Have you dessert? seen the cake I made for your birthday? Okay, whatever you win, okay? <laughs> I'm not that bad sometimes. No, she's not that bad of a cook. Sometimes. Um, I, don't think the, I think the thing is she just doesn't want to cook. I don't want to cook. I don't like to cook. I burn a lot of things. Yeah, and we both suck at rice. Oh yeah, we we can't, <laughs> neither of us can cook rice to save our life. Yeah, I'm I'm still trying that though. But yeah, I I kind of enjoy it. Um, I watch a lot of cooking videos too mm-hmm. to kind of um you know learn how to do that. So yeah. So the next question is: Who takes the trash out more often? I would say I take it out more often. Because I clean out the cat litter. Okay, yeah. And usually I like, I just deal with it more. There's every now and then where he'll take it more often, but like more often than not, it's me. Yeah, it's kind of back and forth, but since you do deal with the cat stuff, when you when you bag that up, you just grab a bag anyway. Yeah. And just take it out, so um, kind of works out. Yeah, I would say like... It's not like mostly me. It's kind of even, but I do it more. Yeah, I'd agree with that. We really are pretty good about sharing chores, um, except for dishes, and we both put that off. (laughs) Usually, I end up doing dishes, though, just because Calvin cooks, and he hates dishes, and I'm like, okay, even trade. We kind of have our own chores that we do, um, Mm -hmm. like 
I'll do the bathroom and the floors and you know, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And then she'll do like kitchen and cat stuff. And it's just like, it's mm-hmm. that's usually what happens with it. Mm-hmm. Um, but every now and then, you know, we may trade off. Yeah. Except there, I won't do the cat stuff because yeah. I just don't want to. Um, yeah. We definitely have like ones that we hate doing. And so the other person, person kind of does it mm-hmm. just to make life better. Yeah. But so the next question is. How do you feel about the other person's career path? (laughs) (laughs) No, uh, I am happy. Um, Jessica runs her own business. For those of you who don't know, she is a designer. Um, She also does um, Squarespace websites and branding um, Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. And art. Um, She does really well and makes me happy. I do put a lot of pressure on her to to do good and i i kind of i feel like i coach her a little bit too to try to make sure that she does do good but she does great great on her own um we're kind of a team a little bit on that part like i'm a little bit of director guy but that's just me as a person anyway um but uh yeah i'm so happy that she's able to run her own business um and do really well with it and you know work with the people that she wants to um, and I'm excited that she's going to be, she's trying to like do more work that she enjoys doing. Um, so she's like finding all these kind of clients and also making her own products. So, mm-hmm. you know, like these paintings here that she's doing and her pins and sticker. Oh man. <clears throat> and her pins and stickers that she's doing. Um, you know, she's trying to make an online store and uh, I'm really excited that she's, you know, trying to create art and well i do create art. well i yeah i'm excited yeah. that she's creating art yeah. and trying to make a business out of it um yeah. too so i've been doing uh my business full-time for about would you say four years now mm-hmm. 2015 and maybe longer four yeah four four sounds good yeah i would say a full-time for about four years and i've been in the design industry like uh, professionally for about 10 years well yeah. we both have really yeah um and we both did design even before we started getting clients so yeah um for you i would say that i love the career path you're on like i'm very proud um calvin really can do anything he puts his mind to and he has an amazing creative eye and I just, he hates compliments. Yeah, I'm not very good at compliments, but <laughs> I'm taking them right now. Yeah, he, he has a good, very good creative eye. And um, I really love, like, having each other to bounce ideas off of. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that I also help him with his work. Um, I, we're both pretty critical of each other in a good way. Like, we both know how to crit- take critique, but... Um, we both really put pressure on each other, I would say, in a good way. Yeah. To try our hardest and Yeah, it's you it's know. kinda even to, yeah. to do that. Yeah. Um, so that kind of leads us into the next question. Okay. Um how is life as two creatives and do you help each other's work or help each other work? And so like I think that kind of answers that question. Yeah, um, so um I don't know if I could be with someone that's not a creative. Yeah, because um, having someone that understands what I'm going through um, is really helpful. Um, And then being able to 
use each other mm-hmm. as um, someone that can critique our designs or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, um, like, I'll be working on something and I'm like, I think this makes sense. What do you think about it? And mm-hmm. it's it's so nice to be able to bounce ideas off mm-hmm. someone you trust, you know? And, um, you know, and then with you, uh, you, you come to me too, which we both do um, websites. I do more, like, coding and things like that. And Jessica does, like, the drag and drop. Um, yeah, I'm more of a de- web designer. I don't do a lot of code at all. Um, yeah, and I do a little of both. I mean, yeah, well, you do both. quite a bit of both. <laughs> um, but one thing that I really want to, like, mention, though, is I kind of feel like an honorary team member of your company because I, like, share so many ideas mm-hmm. and give them to him. I mean, but... Not like a ton, but I feel like I yeah. help out. Yeah. Um, and I feel like I'm part of your team because you'll yeah. come to me with something and like if you need something special, code it out or something like that. Yeah. I can help you with that. Yeah. Or like I'll help her with spacing. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Because Calvin's like a perfectionist. But yeah. Anyway, so anyway. <laughs> the next um, the next question is how... How are we inspired by each other's creative work, if we are, and is there any specific projects that we're inspired by? That each other's? Okay. So, like, are, is there anything that I've done that inspires your work? So, not directly um, her design work, um, but every time I see you do something with Instagram, like your Instagram stories and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, or your photography, mm-hmm. you're like really good at it. Um, you're like low key, really good at it, you know? Um, and so every time I see something, I'll get upset because I'm like, why didn't I think of that? <laughs> we, we took a trip a couple weeks ago, I guess a month or two ago or whatever. Mm-hmm. Don't feel like that long. And we went and kind of drove up the West coast and it was such a nice trip. Um, and I took my camera, but like it was kind of foggy a little bit at times and just all this stuff. And I was just like, I don't think I have a video here. Yeah. You wanted to do a vlog, right? Yeah. Like I, I really want to do more vlogs on my, uh, you know, YouTube channel, but, um, it's kind of hard now that we're not traveling all the time, Mm -hmm. but I was like, I'm not feeling this video. And then what you made on your Instagram story, it looked like an old film video had music playing in the background and it was just kind of grungy and kind of. There wasn't any words. It, it just looks so nice. And it felt so like nice. a story because yeah. I used the music to kind of tell a story, mm-hmm. and it was literally just little snippets. I only did it in my Instagram story. Yeah. And Calvin was like, "I did not see this opportunity like you did." Yeah, and so, so it was kind of frustrating to me. It it was very. It was inspirational, but I didn't do anything with it. Mm-hmm. Like, you had already created this awesome piece of mm-hmm. art, and I was just, like, kind of... And I wasn't yeah. really thinking, like, of trying to do that in in mm-hmm. the end. I was just like, I want to capture these moments, and maybe I'll share them. Yeah. And then once I seen everything, I was like, oh, this could be, like, uh, something I, I tend bigger. to overthink things a little bit, yeah. so... I would say that we were our competition in college, and we still kind of are. Mm-hmm. Like, in a good way... But the, th- the thing we're competitive about is, like, our creative ideas because our design style is so different that, like you, I'm not really inspired to design anything on my own that's based off of your work. Yeah. I'm more inspired by your creative drive and, yeah. like, your um, 
like problem solving and some of your ideas that you share with me, but it's like our work is so different and I have no desire to design things that are in like his realm. And I think it's the same way for me. Like I'm more a little bit of a messy, like uh kind of designer and he's like super clean clean and I wouldn't say fully minimal, but it is a little minimal. Um, Yeah. Yeah. And so it's a little different. So I would say like, it's It's a good balance. Yeah. It's a balance. I think it helps each other too. Yeah. So the next question is, what are our hopes and dreams for the next year? Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> Jeez. Wow. <sighs> Simple but loaded question. It is a very loaded question. Um, I want to make more money. <laughs> <laughs> I want to travel more. And um, I don't know. I, I just want to be able to continue doing what I enjoy doing. Mm-hmm. Um, for next year... We've mentioned this before, but we don't know where we're going to be. Mm-hmm. Um, we've talked about so many different places. Uh, we could s- still stay here, or we can... Who knows where we'll go? Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I just want to continue to do what I enjoy, um, but be able to afford it just a little bit better. Is there any projects or anything that you have in mind that you want to do? Or are you really focused on... Um, tra- traveling and uh, deciding where we're gonna go next and things like that. That's that's what's mainly on my head. Um, mm-hmm. I'd like to, if possible, continue this vlog or this podcast here that we're doing. Um, I've I've wanted to continue to grow my YouTube channel, but it's it's hard. Um, you know, because we just stay home and work for the most of the time. Most and you the really want to do travel vlogs. Yeah. I mean, that's what I enjoy doing. Um, and if I could do that more, I would. Um, but I just don't see that happening, really. Um, yeah. As, as, as much as I was doing it, yeah. you know? But yeah. I would say for me, like, we have the overall goal together to, like, look into our future and see if we want to stay here or if there's anywhere cool we want to live or like what's our next step mm-hmm. but for me I really there's some projects that I want to work on like some personal design projects like I really want to work on creating some new products that I don't want to tell yet but some fun new products and then I'm starting my own YouTube channel um, I'm going to have one that's more about design and business and then um starting one that's more about like witchy mysterious like mystical stuff and so yeah those are my big projects that I'm working on and I hope to like work on those through the next year and see how they grow and how they help my business or where they take me yeah and I kind of want to be a part of that too to like help grow those and put Mm -hmm. some of my time and energy into helping you with that Mm -hmm. Um, making sure like everything looks good, like lighting and mm-hmm. audio and that kind of stuff. Calvin's, I, uh, don't officially say this yet. I might one day, but Calvin is my tech wizard. That's what we call him. Yeah. He's like an honorary member. Um, he helps me with any kind of technical stuff and he's always my go-to whenever I'm having tech issues. Cause I'm everyone's go-to apparently. Like, Oh yeah. There's it- like random family members that like call him. Hey, do you know my password to blah, blah, blah. Which, which I do. I do have a bunch of family members passwords saved. 
Um, but if you're in, if you know how to work a computer, then you know how to do everything with a computer. And mm-hmm. a lot of times I don't really know, especially <laughs> Windows computers. It's been so long since I've messed with those, but I'll get people asking me, like, how do you do this? And I'm just like, I don't know. And this is why I have a MacBook. Like, yeah, it's so much easier. To, I don't have these issues. <laughs> um, but I just Google it and I mm-hmm. figure it out. So anyway, yeah. but, um, yeah, yeah. So the next question is, do either of you have a midnight ritual, like eating a snack at 3 a.m. or something? <clears throat> we're we're probably just sitting here watching YouTube videos. Or sleeping. Or, well, maybe. Cal- Calvin stays up late sometimes, but... Yeah, that's, a, that's one of my problems is, like, staying up too late. Um... I'm either watching YouTube video on like just something dumb. Sometimes or, you work, or, or I'm working. I'll be like or, trying to go to bed, and I look over, and I'm like, "Babe, are you working?" And he's like, "Yeah, I just want to do the, like the last couple things." Like, I don't even think you're expected to work that much, and you just do it. So yeah, with my job, it's kind of it's really hard to separate work and life a little bit because I'm I've got my notifications for work turned on at all times. And he's the kind of person that, like, he wants to reply right away. And uh, it's to anybody, though, not just work. It's like, want to reply right away, be funny right away. If there's an opportunity, send mm-hmm. a funny GIF or whatever. Yeah. Um, he's just, you know, always, he's that guy. The guy that you can count on to be there. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty That's pretty much it. But with, with the way my work is... Um, it's kind of a little more lenient on my work hours. Like I have like times where I'm supposed to be available. And so during those times, I'll, I, I, there'll be days where I will work, you know, the full eight hours, but there'll be days like straight, uh, sh- straight. Um, but there'll be days that I will work, you know, just a little bit and I'll take a nap and I'll clean up a little bit. I still have my phone there. So I know if someone's going to message me and then I like kind of take it easy and then I'll stay up later and work you know yeah and it just everything balances out um but you know it makes it a little bit easier um and it also helps me too because i'll do that especially if there's something i'm trying to figure out but i just don't know the way to do it yet and i I can walk around and clean or something like that and think about how i'm going to solve an issue too so yeah i think that helps the creative process like letting it rest for a minute Mm -hmm. and not filling your brain with technical stuff moving on to something mundane and then coming back and working on it I think like so many creatives and geniuses and like even like math math people like mathematicians and scientists like that's a thing that people do like take a walk or like do something like take a shower and yeah. Um, it's a lot easier to do that when you work from home. So Yeah, so that's why like a lot of times I'll be working mm-hmm. late at night too. Um to try to, you know, get my hours in or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um but there might be a week where, you know, I end up working on the weekend to try to like make that up too. So Yeah. Um, I don't think I really have a midnight ritual. Um actually no, I kinda do. Uh my cats will wake me up at like like three o'clock in the morning every morning by knocking things off the table because their food bowl isn't all the way full and um or they're attacking everything and jumping off the walls um it's got a lot better since they got older but it's mainly just the boy cat tiny 
Um, yeah, well, that, that usually means that he needs food, though, I guess. Yeah, he has some de- specific ways to communicate. He's like, if he's knocking things off or, like, sometimes he'll try to find a piece of plastic and chomp on it, mm-hmm. that means he needs food or water. Or, like, if for some reason the litter box got stuck and it's not um, emptying out and he needs a clean litter box, then he runs back and forth with the zoomies, just, like, running and meowing until, like... <laughs> Until I come over and clean it. So, yeah. Anyways, that's like my ritual is waking up to deal with him. (laughs) Yeah. Um, The next question is, how do you think the other person's, or what do you think the other person's greatest fear is? So, what do you think my greatest fear is? Hmm. Uh, I don't know. Me dying? (laughs) (laughs) Um... I think that my biggest fear is a natural disaster happening. Oh my gosh. And then not being able to get away. Yeah. I have dreams about like <clears throat> tornadoes. Like last night I had a dream about tornadoes. Really? And, um I have dreams about like asteroids hitting um tsunamis. I don't actually have a lot of dreams about earthquakes even though like we live in California and that's the the big thing. That people worry about, but I'm not worried about them, even I know, even though I know they're destructive. Yeah. Um, but like even wildfires, like any kind of natural disaster, that's kind of what my biggest fear is. Yeah, so we've been Or the um, apocalypse. Apocalypse. We've been renting out our truck um through Turo. <laughs> um, which if you're interested in doing that, I'll put in link down below and you can check that out. Um it's cheaper than a rental car most of the time. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, uh, we've been doing that and we, we never really drive our truck around, but the times when it's being rented out, Jessica freaks out thinking that, you know, something bad is going to happen and we're not going to have a vehicle to leave or whatever. In my head, like, I'm like, okay, so we don't have our truck. We'll just get our bikes and I'll like throw the cats into my backpack and we'll just ride our bike as fast as we can to like, whatever. I'm just like, this isn't going to work out. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, are we going to ride our bike through the desert when we're evacuated for a, tsun- a tsunami? Like, what is going on? But anyways, yeah, that's my biggest fear. No issues yet, so. <laughs> your biggest fear, I think, I think your biggest fear is losing people that you love and, like, being alone. But even though, like, when you do lose somebody, you you kind of get it. You're, like, you're really sad, but you know, like, it's part of life. Yeah. But I think you are still afraid of it, and you don't want to be alone, and you miss, you're going to miss your family so much. I think that's your biggest fear. Yeah. I, I, I'd agree with that, I guess. You yeah. don't have any other biggest fears? Not that I can think of. Maybe having a heart attack or something? Yeah. Yeah. Something. Something's going to happen. Um, yeah, with my... Are you afraid of dying? Um, I don't know. Uh, I don't want to die. <laughs> well, that's good. <laughs> I, that's good. Um, I'm not really afraid of it, I don't guess. Mm-hmm. Like, I know it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. I wish it wouldn't happen. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm more more worried that, you know, everything won't be perfect for you. Like, if I were to die right now, mm-hmm. I would want it to be to where you wouldn't have to worry about it, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, 
and it would just everything would just kind of work itself out. Mm-hmm. Actually, when I die, I've thought about this before. We talk about what's going to happen when we die all the time. Yeah. So we've had some crazy conversations like, we're going to do this. I'm going to have underglow underneath my casket. <laughs> um, Jessica wants to be buried naked and turned into a tree. Yeah, no, that's legit. I don't I don't want to have, like, I don't want to be embalmed. I just want to become the earth. Yeah. And I want to be, like, planted, like, under a tree or by a tree or something, like, in nature. Like, have all the, like... I want to decompose into the earth, basically. <laughs> I, and I, I want to make a website to where you, like, you have to enter in this code that is like hidden in my wallet or something like that. Your will. My will. Yeah, that could be where it's at. And then you go to this website, you enter it in, and it automatically will deactivate all my social media accounts. Um, you know, and then it will download all my photos. Automatically have a slideshow ready. It so will, it's like basically automating the process of dealing with your death. Yeah. Like. <laughs> and if someone wants to make this and steal this idea from me, go ahead. Because I would, like, it would make so, life so much easier. Maybe that can be your next project. Yeah. Because <laughs> Developing this. Every, oh, I say every, like the past maybe three funerals that I've been to, mm-hmm. maybe. I've had to make the slideshow. I've had to gather all the photos and all that kind of stuff. And I enjoy doing it. I enjoy being able to make it and make it special for mm-hmm. people. Um, but if I had a way to where, like, everyone could submit the photos they wanted to be in the slideshow to this place. They could pick the song, songs or whatever. And then everything's downloaded. My, like, like Dropbox, I have a bunch of stuff on there. And if no one's paying for it, then it's just going to disappear. Mm-hmm. So a way to, like get all that downloaded and saved to a hard drive or something like that and get mailed to a family member, mm-hmm. you know, something. And just just a way to automate death <laughs> in, in a way. So it's just way more convenient. You know, everything's automatically dealt with mm-hmm. and just like the best way possible mm-hmm. because everybody's going to die and there's not an easy way to do it, you know? Yeah. And so that's, that's one of my ideas yeah. or whatever. Yeah, I would, I would, that would be so much easier than dealing with it. And it and it could be like set up to where you have a um like it's a savings account too. So if you have a certain headstone you want, if there's like all this stuff, your will can be on there. Even mm-hmm. like everything's just de- dealt with in one place and um everything's paid for through it, like you're paying it off. Mm-hmm. Kind of like a um life insurance kind of thing in a way. Which people do that, but it's not as Detailed is what you're saying. Yeah, I've got this like whole thing that would it would just make things easier. I, we've had so many people pass away in our life. Um, yeah, you like know, really suddenly. Really, yeah, just out of nowhere, and you know it. It seems like a lot mm-hmm. of people for how old we are, mm-hmm. and I know more and more people are going to pass away, mm-hmm. which sucks. Um, you know, but it's part of life, and. If we can make it just a little bit easier and less stressful for people, then, you know, that's what I'm about. Yeah. So. I would say that I'm, which this wasn't a question, but I would say that I'm not afraid of death um, because once I die, like there's only, you know, there's, you might know you're about to die because of certain circumstances, but once I die, I'm not going to care that I'm dead. Um, but I think that, like... It's just a part of life, and honestly, I just, the thing that I hope is that 
I live like a lot longer. Like I don't die young. That's what my hope is, but I'm not afraid of it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's what I would say. Um, the next question, some of these last questions are pretty easy. Cal, um, how does Calvin see mental health and what it are his tips for like dealing with it? Like, so You've, like, once you've realized, like, I have, like, a lot of mental health things going on, like, what's your tips for being the person that lives with somebody who struggles with disorders or depression or anxiety? I'm probably not the best person to ask for this. Um, <laughs> I just call her crazy. <laughs> yeah. In a loving way. I don't, I don't take it personally. Yeah. I don't mean it any other way. But um, it's, it, once you know that it's something you got to pay attention to. It makes everything just a little bit easier. I think, mm -hmm. um, there'll be times. So I know she's has depression. Um, and so I do what I can to make sure that she stays happy, mm -hmm. you know, and that could be like a good husband thing, but it can also be like, um, I just know that she's easily affected by, mm -hmm. by things. And so it could be little things that, are like maybe an inconvenience to me, but I know that I would rather make you happy than none of us be happy, you know? You're just so sweet. So sweet. I would say that Calvin does a really good job at like, if he knows that I'm depressed, not taking it personally and thinking it's his fault. Yeah. But I do think that he's really sensitive to the fact that like, he just wants me to be happy, and if he doesn't know how to make me happy, like, it up, it's upsetting. Yeah. Like, because he just wants this, the best for me. Um, but, yeah, like, before he knew that, like, depression and anxiety was, like, legit, I think that, like, you just didn't take it as seriously. Like, you had a different view from it. Yeah, I was just like, why, why are you acting like this? Um, mm -hmm. Like... It felt so weird because she would be two totally different people. Mm -hmm. She would be so happy and excited and want to go do stuff and and just be, you know, very giddy and all that kind of thing. Bubbly. And then in like a blink of an eye, it's like the end of the world. And I'm just mm -hmm. like, I don't know who you are. Yeah. That's what it felt like. And so, um, yeah, getting getting help was probably the biggest thing medication getting help yeah and then like understanding that the other person it's not just one person you know mm -hmm. she she needs me to make sure that she's stable too like the medication helps but me knowing that it's it's not easy you know yeah. it helps too yeah i would say so and i think that as somebody who does deal with a mental disorder being as communicative as possible because like when it for when I first like we first got together I didn't want to tell him what I was anxious about I didn't want to tell him that I was depressed because I felt like a burden I felt stupid and really he's everything he's just supportive and like I was afraid that I would lose that and that he wouldn't love me as much because like when you're in that you can't see the good you can't see that it's all gonna be okay because you're just like in the depths but anyways um we'll just move on from that and if you have more questions maybe i'll answer them in the comments but okay so the next question is 
Do you use the bathroom with the door opened or closed? And this goes for number one and number two. Uh, closed. <laughs> All the time. Yeah. It has to be closed the only time that it's acceptable to... Le- we don't leave it open, but sometimes, like, if he's in the shower, I'll go in and pee. but Or the other way around, but, like... It's super private. Like, I probably wouldn't have a problem with peeing with the door open, but, like, he's just like, that's private time, and don't, uh, nothing is gonna penetrate that private time. (laughs) No, yeah. I mean, we, yeah. Well, okay, so we're married. It's okay. Uh, but we take showers together sometimes. Yeah. (laughs) Don't tell anybody. (laughs) You're so sweet, sweet and innocent. But even then, once we get out of the shower, I'll still make sure the door's closed. If if she needs to go, um, like, if she leaves and I'm inside changing or whatever, I still don't want her to see me change. Yeah. Like, get dressed or whatever. So, like, being, being undressed in front of each other is saved for, like, intimate times. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's just like, that's that time. You separate them. There's a time and place for everything. And that's not the time and place. not the time. <laughs> uh, so the next question is, what made you both decide to live a sober lifestyle? And how does that affect your friendships with people who don't have the same life? Oof. <laughs> so I have always been sober. Um, I've never done any drugs, smoke, drink, anything. Mm-hmm. Just completely sober my entire life. Um, I don't really know what made me want to do that. Um, I, I don't, I don't know. I've, I've had the opportunity just like I'm sure most people have. Um, but I just never wanted to. Um, I've, I've seen people drink and I've seen how they acted and I never really wanted to be that person. Like you didn't want to not have as much control over your actions. Yeah. So it was a little bit of that, a little bit of, um, especially when I was younger, I had, I was angry and I would get mad and, uh, I was just, just a, I, I was a good kid, but I was still like, I had really bad anger issues mm-hmm. and I was always afraid that if I did drink, I wouldn't be able to control it. Mm-hmm. You know, I could go, I could go either way. I could be really chill, calm, and relaxed, or I could be a really, like, you know, very excited excited person, and then, like, in an instant, just be angry, ab- angry and abusive. abusive. Yeah. And that's just something you didn't want to I didn't, mess around with. No, not at all. And so, that's me. Now, I don't care if people do it. I'm not one to judge people for wanting to drink. Or even around us, like, it doesn't really matter. Yeah. I I don't, um, I would go to parties, too, and I would go, I've been to several bars, I've went and hung out with people, it doesn't bother me at all. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just not something I wanted to do for myself. Mm-hmm. And so, um, I, I don't know if it's affected me a whole lot as far as, like, being friends with people. Um, I feel like maybe it's affected my... Ability to like find friends, I think, because most people mm. would like to go drink or something like that to hang out, and I just kind of avoid wanting to be that person's friend because you know, like, unless we're already friends, yeah, because a lot of times, like, if you 
start out the relationship with always going to the bar. Yeah. You just, like I don't want our friendship to be always going to the bar. Like I'm okay let let's go to the bar because we decided to, but like I don't want it to always be that. I want it to be other things. Yeah, there's there's some people that it's that's the only way that they're want to hang out with someone and they like enjoy it and they're fun or whatever. Yeah, like bring bring a six pack or bring wine over to our house and let's play board games, but like we don't have to go to the bar. Yeah. <laughs> I would say like for me, I have I have drank and you know <laughs> and I've been sober for maybe like eight years now. I I I haven't done anything since right before me and him got together, I actually quit before we got together. And it just so happened that um, he didn't drink. And so, like, he wasn't a bad, like, I say bad influence. You weren't trying to influence me to start drinking again or doing anything else. And so it was really easy for me to quit because, like, I had somebody there uh-huh. to do fun things. And I really love not doing all that stuff, even though sometimes I miss it. But... I just love not having to wake up in the morning with a headache or like puking my brains out because I yeah that never drank, seemed fun to me drank too much and didn't realize it which I didn't always do that yeah, like no. usually I was responsible but you never know sometimes you just don't realize that you like get up and you're like oh I'm more drunk than I thought I was and so I'm more thought than I drunk I was <laughs> yeah but I I like making friends with anybody who drinks um but i personally don't like to go to the bar or to like festivals but that's more of like a i don't want to be around loud environments and yeah. highly populated environments and i'd rather have an intimate conversation and just be home or be in like a chill setting so it's like that's kind of my thing it's not necessarily the alcohol or drugs yeah. or whatever. i think in uh in college it was a little more difficult because that's even though most people are probably underage. Yeah. <laughs> but um I feel like everyone judged me for not drinking. Like, oh he's uptight, he's goody two shoes, blah yeah. blah blah. And the people that did get to know me, you know, became friends and they really enjoyed And they being realized funny. that you're not that person. That person. Like you're not like trying to be this perfect. Yeah, but I never in college um really got invited to like any any of the events or parties or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, even though I probably would have enjoyed it too. Yeah. Um, maybe who knows, but, uh, yeah, that, I think that's the only, only thing it was, but Mm -hmm. yeah, I'm, I'm fine with it and don't bother me and just not something I want to do. Yeah. And people, I think people thought in college that I made you stop drinking. Oh yeah. That kind of made me a little mad because you had nothing to do with it. It just coincidentally was like right when we started dating Mm -hmm. and like, you never was like you never forced me to do anything like anything that I did that bothered you you knew before we even started dating and you're like I can accept that I can accept you as you yeah but like I just didn't want to I just wanted to get sober I didn't want to deal with like Mm -hmm. that lifestyle because I do have bipolar disorder and it made me more depressed it made me more sporadic and it like really affected my life and it just wasn't worth it, you know? I think, yeah. And then once we were married and a couple years have passed, um, I've, so I thought about drinking a little bit, just just like wine and stuff. I did, to try it. To try it. Because I never tried it. Um, I 
beer doesn't seem like something I would enjoy. You would enjoy like a fruity drink, like the fun cocktails yeah. and like mixed drinks mm-hmm. and like iced drinks um because like he always orders the fancy drinks when we go to, out to eat mm-hmm. like the fancy lemonades and like mixed drinks but not yeah alcoholic. every time we go to somewhere and i see like their their drinks i'm like oh that actually looks pretty good like a yeah. coconut pineapple something something yeah i was like mm, that looks pretty good but um just just i just didn't want to anyway so yeah but yeah um, so the last question is what is your favorite TV show right now? Oh, uh, so I don't really have a favorite TV show. Um, I we don't watch a lot of TV really. Mm-hmm. Um, we do have Netflix. Uh, we watch a lot of YouTube, but um, there are a couple TV shows that I will watch every now and then. Um, Office is probably my all-time favorite. You've watched that so many times. Yeah, I've watched it through like. Three or four times. Um, that's probably my favorite. Um, I'm. I will go on Netflix and I'll watch like documentaries all the time, mm-hmm. like political ones for some reason, mm-hmm. <laughs> or like um, technology ones. Technology, just or kind of conspiracies. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I don't believe a lot of that stuff, but I just like to watch it. Very fascinated. Mm-hmm. How and, things are made. Yeah. Or and how companies are built and. Yeah, or like um, I, I'm currently watching um, Watchmen, uh, and then also uh, The Morning Show, mm-hmm. um, which HBO and then Apple TV thing too. So, so I would say I really, really don't watch TV a lot. Like he watches more TV than me, and he doesn't even watch TV. A and lot. it's not even on the TV; it's always on our computer. Yeah, but I don't really have a favorite like show that I'm currently watching, but my favorite show and well, two of my favorite shows it are friends and, um, big bang theory. Not the office. They're not my favorite. I love the office. <gasps> love it. Love no. it. But it's not like my favorite. It's the best. I would rewatch it like multiple times, but it's like not my favorite. Um, but the like more recent favorite show I would say is I really enjoyed watching Sabrina, oh, the new Sabrina yeah, on that's Netflix. on Netflix. Yeah. I cannot wait for another season if they're going to do that. Yeah. Um, I would love that. So I really like watching Sabrina because it, I consider myself a witch and like very witchy, mystical person. And so. Yeah. If you haven't seen that, it's kind of the same concept as uh, Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Except dark yeah it it looks like actual <laughs> witches and all that kind of stuff and uh it it is a little corny at times or whatever yeah. but it's it's kind of uh, comedic but in a dark humor way yeah and then there's some serious stuff the aesthetic too. of it is really cool though yeah 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 so that's all the questions that we have i know this has been a longer episode but i i'm here for it it was fun let's make it a little longer right what do you want to do? So one of the questions on here was, well, which one was it? Um, What's your favorite memory? Favorite memory. So Jessica mentioned that her favorite memory was the uh, her wisdom teeth getting taken out. But watching the video back, because I was out of it. I don't remember yeah. any of the wisdom teeth process or even the next two days after getting my wisdom teeth taken out. So, like, watching the video back was, like, 
hilarious. I cried and I watched it a million times. Yeah, so uh, we had talked about putting this on YouTube when it first came out. But I was really embarrassed because I was crazy. (laughs) And uh, we didn't have YouTube channels back then. And it was just like such a weird thing. And we're like, I don't know. I don't know. This happened like what? Like six or seven years ago? Yeah. Six years ago, probably. No, seven, probably. Anyways, go on. It doesn't matter. Anyway, um, so, yeah. So what had happened was she had to take her wisdom teeth out. We lived like... Ten minutes? Five minutes? It wasn't even that. It was just like right right around the corner, you know, from where we lived was the dentist office. And so I was going to drop her off and then come back home and uh, work or something like that. And so we, she's supposed to take a pill before she gets there. Mm-hmm. Um, it was supposed to be an hour before, I mm-hmm. think is what it was. But I woke up late. She woke up late. So we go, we take the pill, and then we go there. And they were like, have you taken the pill yet? They're like, like, well, yeah, five, but... five minutes ago, maybe five, <laughs> ten minutes ago. And they said, okay, well, take this one. They gave you another pill. Yeah. Then they gave you um, laughing gas or yeah. whatever. And they put you under, okay, cool, I'm off. I go home. I'm not home a minute. And the doctor calls and says, can you come back here? She's crying and she wants you. And that's like, okay. This is like the last memory I have. And it felt like an out-of-body memory uh-huh. where I was like looking over myself. And I was like crying like, I just want my husband. I just want my husband. <sighs> so I drive back and I get there. And she's just staring me in the eyes like, I'm just so sad. And she's like, I love you. I'm so sad, and then she's out of it. And I was like, okay, I came back, and she's out of it. So I just waited around, and then when I was done, oh, man, she she took way too much medication, and she was out of it. She tried to write her name, so you're supposed to sign out or whatever, and she starts writing her name and then just starts drawing up the side of the page. I was like, okay, okay, that's enough. And I started laughing at her, and that nurse was like, that is not funny. That's not funny. (laughs) She's taking off her ring. Yeah. I was under the influence. Yeah, it was it was pretty bad. And then we went to Walgreens, picked up your um, medication, you had gauze in your mouth. Apparently, also, I Snapchatted so many friends, like, singing songs <laughs> while he was in there getting my medicine. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember that. And, uh, and I recorded this video, so... Uh, Shame me all you want. I didn't have my seatbelt on, um, but I was. We didn't live very very far from home. And you were in a parking lot. Yeah. I was, well, I For I the did most part. Yeah, yeah. But I did drive home at this part, so I have a video here that we're gonna premiere today. Oh my god. <laughs> um, we'll probably post like the full video by itself too, so you can yeah. check that out uh, in the description below if you want to see the full thing. Yeah. Too, but we're gonna play it and. Uh, React. Kind of react to it a Can little you bit. Scoot your computer just a little bit. Yeah. Oh, boop, boop, boop. Okay. Are you ready for this? Yeah. I'm ready to <laughs> die laughing. I'm so sorry. All right. So we scooted over here so we can watch this video real quick. Uh, so here is the premiere of Jessica's Wisdom Teeth. Oh video. my gosh. I was so nervous. But y'all will think it's funny. It's going to be worth it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Here we go. Oh my gosh. 
for I forgot about that. <laughs> we basically know every word. Oh my gosh. Let me let me pause that real quick. So she wanted to kiss from me. And so she had, bad. And she had gauze all, all in her mouth. I wasn't even supposed to be talking. No. No. And then once we were inside from this, she tried to kiss me and you just see the blood. I just like, no. So she was starting to cry a little bit. So I wiped down her mouth and gave her a little peck. She's like, thank you. So By the way, in this video, I chew on my gauze and I start bleeding. It is so disgusting. And I'm sorry if you see that. I wouldn't have done this if I was sober, so don't judge me. Yeah, okay, here we go. Bloody. <laughs> what is that? That's my phone. That's what did I mean? That's what did I mean? I was just showing you what you look like. Yeah, my seatbelt there. And what? My phone mm -hmm. and my tongue. Can you tell the difference between your phone and your tongue? I can't tell the difference between my tongue and my tongue. My phone and my tongue. You mean the chin? My lip and my tongue. Oh. I don't, don't know, know what the difference, difference is. is. That's a catch line for us. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the difference is. It's just hard to sew. Hard to sew? And then I can get like this. And I'll never know. I'll never, never know, know what they did. I just want to point out, I thought this was so hilarious and we couldn't figure out what I was saying at first, but I was like, the baby gummy bears and unicorns, they wouldn't know because they can't feel it either. Like, what? And it's like one of my most favorite parts. <laughs> yeah. Gummy and the unique one, and they don't know because they can't run the Then I touch my heart. Then I touch me before. Then I was a virgin after that. Was a virgin after that. Touch myself. 
like Madonna did before. Why did it hurt you not so that? Why did it hurt you not so that? My concert. Come get me and take me home. I love how I'm impromptu making up my Come get me and take me home. We're gonna live in the life of lollipops. And we're gonna dance. Until we stop. Somebody's gonna make me take me home. Somebody's gonna get me take me over the rainbow. We're gonna eat lollipops all day and I'm not gonna have to say hey, hey, hey. Give me some food. Give, <laughs> Give me, me some, some drink. Food. It'll be on my table and I'll walk to the sink. And I will be dead. I'm ready to get out of the seatbelt. It's a seatbelt that takes me too long. I'm ready to take off my seatbelt. I need your help from your mom. <laughs> so what was that word that rhymed with mom? Mom. You're <laughs> making me look fat. <laughs> I'm skinny. Ew, this is the part that is so disgusting. I'm so sorry. Ugh. <laughs> I got blood in my teeth. And not afraid to show it. I got blood in my teeth and don't you know it? I broke out! I broke out! I broke out! Ew! Don't be turning on your gauze. What are you supposed to do with it? That's what it's in there for. No, it's supposed to be there for just sitting there. Don't, sw don't swallow that. Does it taste good? No, but I don't want to me. It's invading. It's invading you? That's why it tastes good. We'll see you later. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh. Please, 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 please post that video separately. Oh yeah, I definitely will. Because like they need to see this without hearing us crack up. Yeah, over we'll, it. we'll post that one and probably share that one and uh, who knows? My glasses are fogging. Oh this man, is so that is so good. I had to hold back so much. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was so embarrassing. Oh, also, 
he accidentally lost this video, but he had a different video where I was like bawling my eyes out because I couldn't find my teeth and I thought that they put them down in my throat and I was like, we got to go back down there and get them, get them out of my throat. Like I was like crying so hard and then I was crying because they, I thought they stole my teeth and I needed to get them back. It was so hilarious, but anyways. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't know. I think that's it then. Well. I'm still looking, just in case. Man, I can't believe we're showing that to the internet. Yeah. Also, I think that it's a good laugh. Yeah. <laughs> I'm kind of like looking around now to see if I can, <clears throat> I can find anything else, but I think that was it. Yeah. It's kind of sad. Well. Oh, man. That was awesome. Uh, I hope you enjoyed that. Hope you enjoyed the questions and answers. Um, and I hope you enjoyed Jessica's <coughs> experience getting her wisdom teeth taken out. Mine was kind of more chill. I kind of just yeah. went to sleep. Yeah, honestly, he came out of the he came out of there. He was kind of just like it was like it didn't affect him. He actually had surgery. They just pulled my teeth out. Yeah, and they, yeah, I, he just goes home and he's just like, hmm, life is good. I'm just oh so happy. Oh my gosh, let's talk about that real quick. So one of the questions was um, being sober or whatever. And... <laughs> the closest uh, thing he's ever had to not being sober was like getting on pills for... It was like oxycodone, oxy something. Yeah. I don't know. That stuff, that stuff is insane. I probably would have got addicted to that. I've had to take it a couple times for... Um, that feeling? Yeah, that feeling. I've had to take it a couple times for like different dentist appointments or whatever, and then they tell you take it, you know, until you don't need it anymore or whatever. Mm -hmm. But they give you way too much. It feels like. Mm -hmm. And geez, man, I I get on that. And I'm just like, mm, I love life. <laughs> Everything's so nice. I love you. I love today. I love outside, <clears throat> and like it is a nice feeling. But I'm just like, okay, that's enough for me. And I just yeah. I just cut it, and I'm just like, no more because I'm fine now, and I don't need it. And so yeah. Yeah. Anyways, I hope you enjoyed that. Today's episode was really fun. I know it was really long, but yeah, I think it was worth it. And if you're all the way here, you must really love us. So yeah, leave a like, comment, hit the notification bell on YouTube, on YouTube, and uh, <clears throat> you know, share with people. If you have any other questions for us, uh, feel free to hit us up, and maybe we'll add that to another podcast. Yeah. Um, or make a whole podcast about a specific question or something like and that. And if there's anything that we talked about today and we didn't go into as much detail <clears throat> or you want to hear more about, then just let us know. We might do a whole podcast if a lot of people mm -hmm. want us to go into more detail and we think it's worth it. Yeah. So thanks for your questions, uh, and we'll catch you guys next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.